Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of Langerhans cell histiocytosis found under the pediatric section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A one-year-old boy is brought to the emergency room for a new rash in the diaper area along with fever. On physical exam, along the inguinal folds, there are pink eroded papules on a background of petechiae and purpura as well as pink, greasy, discrete papules on the scalp and trunk. A radiograph of the cranium demonstrates punched outlytic lesions. Let's continue with an introduction to Langerhans cell histiocytosis. As a general overview, Langerhans cell histiocytosis describes a group of conditions caused by proliferation of dendritic or Langerhans cells. Traditionally, it was classified by four subtypes, but more recent classification is based on the extent of dissemination. Let's discuss these four subtypes in more detail. Lateral siwi affects patients less than two years of age, and it involves the skin, bone, and viscera, and may demonstrate pulmonary infiltrates and affect the lymph nodes, liver, and spleen. It demonstrates a poor prognosis with disseminated disease. Hans-Schuller-Christian disease affects patients between two to six years of age. It also affects the skin, bone, and viscera and may affect the liver, spleen, and lymph nodes. Its prognosis may demonstrate a chronic and progressive disease. Hashimoto Pritzker, also known as congenital self-healing reticular histiocytosis, affects patients in the neonatal period. Its involvement is limited to the skin. In terms of its prognosis, it demonstrates rapid spontaneous resolution most likely. An eosinophilic granuloma affects patients between 7 to 12 years of age, It will demonstrate pulmonary involvement in some patients that are between 30 to 40 years of age. Involvement is primarily in the bone, more often than the skin, and there may also be pulmonary involvement. With regards to its prognosis, this demonstrates a good prognosis. In terms of the epidemiology, this disease is rare, and demographically, it affects males more often than females. Risk factors include smoking, in particular for pulmonary involvement. With regards to the pathogenesis, there is proliferation of Langerhans cells, which are immature and are unable to stimulate T-cells via antigen presentation, and is thought to be reactive or neoplastic. Some BRAF V600E mutations can be found in this disease as well. Moving on to the presentation. For letterer siwi, there will be an acutely disseminated lesions affecting the skin, bone, and internal organs, and some patients may have fever and bone pain. On exam, One may note pink papules, pustules, vesicles, petechiae, purpura, and erosions on the scalp, flexural surfaces, and trunk. Also remember that secondary empathogenization is common. For Hans-Schuller-Christian disease, symptoms will involve a triad of diabetes insipidus, osteolytic bone lesions, in particular in the cranium, and exophthalmos. On exam, skin findings will be similar to letterer siwi. For Hashimoto Pritzker, symptoms may include skin lesions that crust and resolve spontaneously. On exam, one may note multiple red to brown papillonodules, and some will have erosions. For eosinophilic granuloma, symptoms may include a solitary indolent bone lesion. Remember that the cranium is most common, and this may demonstrate spontaneous bone fracture. On exam, there may be tenderness at the site of the bone lesion. Other symptoms may include recurrent ear infections dizziness, headache, limping due to leg pain, failure to thrive, and developmental delay.
In terms of further imaging, bone radiographs, in particular of the cranium and skeletal surveys, may help to demonstrate the punched out lytic lesions. Chest radiographs may demonstrate pulmonary nodules or infiltrates. In terms of further studies, serum studies may include liver function tests to evaluate for liver involvement. One should also obtain a baseline complete blood count. Urine studies are used to evaluate for diabetes insipidus. Pulmonary function tests are used to evaluate for pulmonary involvement. On histology, one may note cells that are S100 positive, CD1A positive, and Langerin positive. There may also be proliferation of histiocytes with the mixed inflammatory infiltrate. And electron microscopy may demonstrate burbic granules or quote-unquote tennis racket granules. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about multiple myeloma. Key distinguishing factors include that this may also have punched-out lytic bone lesions, but it typically affects older adults, and protein electronphoresis of the serum will demonstrate a monoclonal gammopathy. In terms of treatment, medical options include corticosteroids. This is indicated to slow autoimmune reactions. Chemotherapy is indicated for severe cases in children. Specific drugs may include cyclophosphamide, etoposide, methotrexate, and vinblastine. Radiation therapy is indicated for bone lesions. Vasopressin is indicated for diabetes insipidus, and bisphosphonates are indicated to prevent bone destruction from a bone lesion. Surgical options include curettage or excision. This is also indicated for bone lesions. Complications related to Langerhorn cell histiocytosis may include bone fractures, hypercalcemia from the lytic bone lesions, spontaneous pneumothorax, infections, and hearing impairment. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, this is worse with the BRAF V600E mutation, and it is also worse if there is failure to respond to six weeks of treatment. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to Langerhorn cell histiocytosis, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A five-year-old boy is brought to the pediatrician for complaints of left thigh pain. The pain has been persistent over the past week. He denies any trauma to the area. On physical exam, he is noted to have overlying swelling at the mid-thigh. A biochemical profile is notable for hypercalcemia. A radiograph of the left thigh is remarkable for a lytic bone lesion. An electron micrograph of the responsible cells demonstrates Birdbeck granules. These cells are most similar to what other cell type, and the answer choices are choice 1, macrophage, choice 2, lymphocyte, choice 3, fibroblast, choice 4, keratinocyte, or choice 5, adipocyte. The best answer to this question is choice 1, macrophage. The boy in this vignette most likely has Langerhorn cell histiocytosis, as evidenced by a solitary, painful, lytic bone lesion with overlying swelling and hypercalcemia. Langerhorn cells are like macrophages from the monocytic lineage. LCH is a family of proliferative disorders of dendritic cells which normally function to present antigens to T cells. Classically, dendritic cells have burbic granules present on electron microscopy, also referred to as quote-unquote tennis rackets. There are several subtypes of LCH including letter or siwi disease, which has multiple organ involvement, including skin, and it presents in infancy. Hanschuler-Christian disease, which presents in adolescence with lytic school lesions, diabetes insipidus, and a scalp rash, 
and eosinophilic granulomas, which does not demonstrate any skin involvement. The publication by Schwartz discusses the three histiocytosis X diseases, which are often initially misdiagnosed because of a slow and insidious disease onset. Cutaneous lesions are the most common initial manifestations. Workup may include a skin biopsy as a rapid and simple means to diagnose histiocytosis X. The publication by Badalian Vary et al. discusses Langerhans cell histiocytosis as a category of diseases varying clinical manifestations, but with all characterized by proliferating Langerhans cells. Interestingly, LCH's prominent inflammatory component and occasional benign clinical presentation call into question whether LCH is a neoplasm, but other evidence, such as the presence of the BRAF mutations, argues against this point. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choices 1, 2, 4, and 5. These cell lineages are not similar to Langerhans cells. That's all for this review about Langerhans cell histiocytosis. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.